0: Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about season 10? Is this this is the first time I've ever typed S10 episode
1: 01 into my. It was weird, right? It feels strange. It's like, I, I felt like I was getting I put my pants on backwards. I got the zeros in <laughs> funny places. This is just not All right. right. You're putting your shin pants on backwards. <laughs> that was. You don't and you, and you maybe put them on wrong side out. Uh, you, you can uh, get get twice the use out of your shitting pants if you do that. That's so true. Backwards. That's just spreading the mess <laughs> to places where it shouldn't be. Uh, it's called lines we cross <laughs> for obvious reasons. Aaron, what do you think of this episode? I fucking love this episode. This episode made me laugh. This episode actually threatened to make me cry uh, with some of the moments between Carol and Daryl um i love i mean what do i love what have i what have i been clamoring for all my years covering this fucking show z nation actual Uh z yeah go gonzo Mm -hmm. and show me examples of humans adapting to their newfound living conditions and boy i'm getting the intersection of z nation and fucking bushcrafting and and, you know, goddamn uh, mill, flower mills and all that, all that stuff. Like, I, I love it. I love it. I thought this episode was great um, and it can. And like, I, I tell you this, the, like two seasons ago, if I would have seen an episode start with a black title card and it became aware that I was going to be watching three or four interleaved, t- I'd be like, oh, God, hand me a pistol. It's time to blow my brains out. I don't want to turn into a zombie. But I'm like, oh, this is actually probably going to be cool and interesting. And it was like I was thinking, like, is this just bullshit or is this the most effective way to tell this episode story? And I actually think, yeah, they didn't do this just for, hey, you know what's cool? Starting an episode with black title cards and doing some kind of like multi-act plot structure. Saw it on Mr. Mr. Robot last season. Everybody <laughs> loved it. They did it because it made story sense. What did you think, Jim? Yeah, I mean, the, the title card stuff is is helping
0: us get reintroduced to all of our characters and God, I needed it. It's only been what it feels like two months since we stopped, uh, since we finished season nine and I've already forgotten yeah. everything that happened in season nine. I think, uh, I <laughs> Rick blew up a bridge. I remember that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep. It's immortalized in a credit sequence. Now
0: I, I, I there was a five year time jump or so, uh, last year, which, no. which,
1: oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there was like a there had to be a further time jump here because, you know, Aaron's getting tired of living under the the border rules. Um things feels have, like we jumped been gone from, for a
1: while. Uh yeah, it feels like we jump from dead winter to like height of summer because everything's dry and you know okay. six months ish. Like uh is that yeah. enough time to
0: get frustrated with the borders? Probably. Probably.
1: Yeah, six months of living under fear of you know, this this unseen threat that keeps you pinned into certain areas. And especially since, uh, you know, Aaron's starting to be a little Phantom of the opera. You know, he's uh, he's he's feeling a, a certain way about his his state in the world. And yeah, whether uh, he's yeah. still a good, good moral agent or not. We'll have to talk about that because <laughs> <no, laughs> I suppose. Boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, can, can I define something for the listener here? Uh, can I define my definition of the word stupid? Because I'm about to use the word a lot. Uh, and I feel like we all just need to have an understanding. So when I say something is stupid, a lot of the times I mean I don't like it. Uh in, in some rare occurrences, I actually love it. And it's still incredibly stupid. Z Nation is the perfect example of this. Yeah. Where like yeah the events are just there because they're gonzo. Uh, you shouldn't take it too seriously. And the more ridiculous it gets, the better it gets. And I feel yeah. like walking dead is trending pretty stupid right now. And yeah, this episode is a perfect example
1: of it. And I loved it. You know, I, I, I see what you're saying. like, you know, Z nation, stupid, uh, start shark. NATO, stupid, specific rim is stupid. Pacific Rim Two <laughs> is like the bad kind of stupid. I, Fast yeah, and Furious I, I, is, I, is stupid. Fast and Furious, stupid, yeah. stupid as hell. Can't get enough of it. All yeah. things I love. Yeah. yeah. So th- that's what and is the thing about th- that's that's what makes Fast and Furious work. Like you care about the characters and their fucking family, mm-hmm. and it's stupid. You just, just like you just it's, it's always it always comes back to the characters, man. You gotta you sure. gotta have good characters and good character moments, um, or else you don't care about anything else. So I mean, they're running dangerously low on characters that I really care about. Um, and I noticed this in
0: the scene where Carol and Daryl were sitting down just chatting, and they they were talking about you know how Daryl those then Maggie's doing something with Georgie. I did they
1: explain that last season? Because if so, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Georgie is the lady that showed up with the secret service agents and the crate full Uh of records to uh, rebuild society, which, yeah, but Maggie, do we know what Maggie's doing with her? No. Okay. Okay. No, which makes there is some actual stupidity uh, in this episode. And, you know, what would Walking Dead be without well, the
0: thing is, they probably don't know what Maggie's doing. Right. Like they, they, they just know that Lauren Cohen wanted off the show to go do her. But that's other what I'm show, saying. And but now they, they, they they've got
1: time before she comes back. Yeah. We're, we're two seasons into this. Like, come up with it. Like we should yeah. know a little bit about the project yeah. for the future or whatever the fuck they're they're working on the CPAC. Uh, conservative uh pack for an American future or whatever. Oh, the fuck she comes it is. back I, next season, is that right? Season eleven, she's gonna be back. So I don't know. Like, God, I hope so. Like, what the hell? If she's is she's like too busy during COVID to like come back to the Walking Dead? Then like she's never coming back, right? Yeah. You know, all other shows have been canceled except for the zombie apocalypse one. Like, certainly, certainly. But no, I got a couple of questions along those lines. You know. um along the way as well, because it, it does seem like they are delaying too much, maybe uh, being forthcoming about what's going on with that. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know how many characters do I actually care about here?
0: I don't really care about Lydia. I don't really care about the new people all that much. Uh, Connie and Kelly and not, not not Professor Luke, Connie and Kelly. Magna. I'm all in
1: on. I love Professor Luke. I am lukewarm about Magna and slightly or it's or definitely not shitty bow girl, uh very competent bow girl, uh, um, you know, that she hasn't earned her actual name yet, uh, and neither has professor, although I do like, I'll call y- Professor y- y- Luke, Yumiko? sure. Umiko,
0: Yumiko or something?
1: I think it's I think it's Yumiko, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, Connie and Kel, I'm all in on. I am very question I'm curious like about like what what kind of like seemingly congenital uh mm. Hearing defect is like late onset, like this. Maybe, I mean, I the thing is, is like, um, my takes on The Walking Dead season 10 are going to be less informed than my usual takes because I just refuse to do research because I have come perilously close to being massively spoiled just verifying a character name mm-hmm. on a Wikipedia article. So it's like, I'm just hand, like, I'm watching it. And I'm having my thoughts about it and I'll do research on like Soviet, Soviet satellite technology and and things like that. We are watching it on Amazon. It's it's nice having on Amazon because I can check characters names real quick just by pushing up on my controller.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, The the first episode is free. I don't know if the others are too, Uh, but I actually think the first
1: three are free from what I can see. And then you gotta, you gotta pay. Yeah.
0: And it's not on Netflix.
1: Yeah, they, they usually get
0: them like a week or two before
1: the new season airs. It, it wouldn't surprise me if because aren't they didn't they just wrap up the six bonus episodes or maybe they're still they're just playing. starting them. OK, so that's I would I, I wouldn't be surprised if after those finish airing that all of season 10. Well, no, but that's considered season 10. It is yeah. these these six bonus episodes are what's keeping it off of Netflix, I feel like. Yeah, it usually takes a
0: while. It's usually like right before the, the next season starts, which I don't know when they plan on releasing season 11. I heard 2022. Oh, wow. Okay, Yeah. so they're just so. taking a whole pandemic year, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Um, Scraping together the scraps,
1: the left on the cutting room floor into six episodes this, this, and then <laughs> moving on. This this might be a good time to talk about our plan um, uh-huh. be, because our... Uh, our, our plan is to do these first eight episodes and then take a little break, do the next eight episodes, perhaps take a little break, and then have, whatever we do, time this the, the final six episodes, these bonus episodes, to drop the six weeks leading up to season 11. Now, I just looked on the website, and apparently season 11 is expected to drop in October, November of this year. Okay. So if they make that, then we probably will have to hustle up a little bit, but, you know, we still got a lot of time. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get into the recap.
0: We're getting geared up for the sixth annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass
2: films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make.
0: All right, we start off with a scene that I'm not even sure I can describe. Uh, it, it, it's called Training Day. It doesn't start Denzel Washington at all, which I was disappointed by.
1: Oh, wait, you're, you're skipping the satellite. You're skipping the satellite. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I was going <laughs> to pa- package this all together because it's all equally stupid. Ah, so, okay.
0: I thought I turned on the wrong show. Or I thought I like had a preview for all mankind or something. I did too. I thought something was up. It, it, has this show ever gone to space before? Okay. Okay. <sighs> I, there are series that that start grounded literally on the planet earth and end up in space. Like the Jason series is an example of this. Oh, okay. And okay. Jason X, which is Jason in space is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, the stupidest things I've ever seen. And yet I love it. This okay. show is, is going to that place. It has now, I, I think probably zombies falling from space. There have to be astronauts in there, right?
1: I don't know. I is this think it's satellite? just a sad, I don't, I don't oh, think this okay. is like uh, the old, uh, what do they call it? Um, mirror. It's uh, a space station. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think something is big enough. Damn, but it is an interesting idea of like how long would the space station like I imagine the space station has burned up and deorbited a long ter- time ago, although I'm I will say this and this will become clear as we get further in the episode. I am willing to grant a few scientific leaps. I mean, I'm already granting the idea that these zombies are just coming back to life and they're still walking around, even though some of them don't even have muscles on their legs anymore. Yeah. Just uh. So, so I'm I'm willing to grant this a few logical leaps if it leads to something very, very cool. And yeah, if there's if, if we can have zombies in space, you know, six seven years of if the space station's still up there, like I fully support that. <laughs> Is that what Eugene's gonna be working on? Is he gonna try and get them off the planet? No, I've got I, I I'm I'm waiting. Oh, I got a bonkers boy. I got a bonkers uh I got a bonkers theory to talk about. So uh,
0: this satellite. Yeah, you know starts falling and you can kind of tell it's 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 deorbiting um and then we go to the beach where the group is performing like the most over serious phalanx maneuver on three zombies that i've ever seen and i get that they preface this with training day the title card like telling yeah, us "Hey, these are, these are just you know newbies out on uh their training mission but like mm-hmm. they're training them poorly right like they're opening what? the line what? to let the zombies through what that's not a
1: phalanx why have the shields no, so if like, you're just gonna open up and let them in they're not letting no well okay i they let i them thought, in a lot of them in i thought there was it was cool because this makes a lot of sense you're you're battling a, a enemy that uses zombies as weapons mm-hmm. your traditional plan of just hiding behind walls and shooting or stabbing them is not going to work you're going to have to go out and meet them on the open field. So, you know, a Phalanx is a great way to do that, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I was a little disheartened when the shit hit the fan because, it's, yeah, you're training these people. You're having Eugene or uh, who was it? It was uh, Jerry and uh, Ezekiel, like, let out a couple zombies at a time so they could practice their formations and the archery. All that stuff was really cool, but when the shit hit the fan and they were dealing with a mass of zombies, the first thing they did is break up the Phalanx. Yeah there's okay yeah that was that's like yeah that's someone who um i don't know i felt like they'd read maybe more than the first two paragraphs of the wikipedia article on phalanx they might have might have made something even cooler
2: yeah i read a
1: whole three paragraphs
0: i understand what hoplites are and i gotta say like you don't (laughs) open holes in your phalanx you just don't do it because that's when your phalanx (laughs) breaks and they open it up so that judith judith can kill a walker mm. through the middle of their no, phalanx. So put, her I on, don't put her on
1: Daryl's shoulders and let
0: her go over the top because that's what you do with a phalanx.
1: I actually don't mind the military precision of which a phalanx can snap open and, and to, to uh, allow skirmishers to go forth um and take sure. down stragglers or whatever the if there's the whispers and the crowd whipping them up like i don't mind that like yeah. i actually think it's cool it's just that yeah when you have an effect uh, an effective wall and then you just bust it up into units of two like that's not a phalanx that's just two dudes holding a a, a a shield right like you can get around that phalanx by stepping one step to the side it's a lot harder when you're dealing with a shield wall 60 feet wide so yeah it's yeah we get I, but but I fucking love the the I I, like I I expect them to take the formation stuff like really seriously. You know, it's like there's no like casual military drilling, right? Um, I really love (laughs) I love the driftwood zombie. I love the zombies that don't even have lower legs anymore. They're just skeletons, like Jason and Argonaut style, running around. Like I I don't know how that works. I
0: mean, dude, Um, we saw
1: a water walker in the
0: timeline of this show like eight years ago. Uh huh. And it was already bloated and disintegrating. I don't know how these saltwater walkers are are anything but jelly at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, there's, I, uh, I just, I've seen what water does zombie to a human virus, body. It's insane. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. They would be skeletonized just from the crabs' uh, actions. Yeah. But, um, I, but I love like the everyone's you know like getting down low for the for the uh, uh, ranged. Attackers, like this is like mm. playing uh uh playing Civilizations or Total War, right? You got you got <laughs> bossing rob zombies. fucking fucking rider riders of Rohanning zombies with these giant spears. And also Michonne slow motion decroming the domes of these zombies. I thought this is the first time we've seen like long, heroic, loving Zack Snyder shots of uh slow-mo zombie killing. Why is it taking 10 seasons for the uh visual people to realize that this looks good and is awesome like all these hero shots of you know people close up yeah just just make it make it make a meal out of it because it's it's awesome but i like
0: they're doing a lot of new camera stuff um and and stylish uh visual flair we commented a couple of seasons or maybe last season how they had started Uh doing like drone shots and yeah. there are a couple of drone shots in this episode which look
1: really cool. One here on the beach, and then one later when they're riding out toward the the woods. Plus, just having this on a beach, like having an actual different terrain. Like Oceanside's always just yeah. been a different part of the forest in Georgia. Like I, right. I love the river Sandier sets. Part. The yeah, yeah, the the beach sets. Like I, they got these. Uh, you know, looks like something from Half Life Two or, or or Destiny, where they got these ships like rotted into the 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 sand. Like I it's it's nice it's nice to work with a different palette some different terrain for once yeah um so then after the
0: the beach phalanx uh stradivarius professor luke you call them gets mm-hmm. gets hit on by a woman whose name we never find out uh actually it's Jules. Jules. i can help you with that Jules. yeah do they say it in this episode he says it yeah he says it oh okay um, i missed that yeah uh, Daryl Michonne are pleased with Oceanside's military prowess and J- Judith is playing with Jerry's kids and uh, RJ who found a uh, zombie face skin
1: on the beach mm-hmm. And The Mm-hmm. damn mask I, I like Michonne and Daryl talking about how much the kids are having fun and it's also nice to see like uh Judith is a very tough little girl, but she's still a little girl. She likes playing with shells. She likes coloring and drawing. Like I, I, I like that they're not going with like these kids have just completely. Because I feel like that's realistic. Like even in yeah. war-torn countries, like as soon as the bombs start falling, the kids are out in the street with the soccer balls, you know. And like you're going to run around and have fun as as much as you can. And I, I like that. I like I like the the community having more children that are not just like a scared hindrance or whatever good. It's good stuff.
0: Sure. Uh, and then we get the skin title card, and after finding the skin, Aaron's on the radio telling the other camps to go on lockdown, but Michonne says, nah, just go on alert instead, and Aaron convinces her to at least go out on a search for the uh, signs of the Whisperers. Um, during the search, Aaron uh, wonders aloud to Michonne if we're the baddies, and Aaron then spots walkers on a bridge, and he crosses the whispers' borders to almost get eaten. And there's uh, the tension of living under the threat of the whispers is is definitely getting to him. And Michonne t- tells him, "Hey, we got to be smart. And I I understand uh, what you're going through, but well, let's do this the right way." Then someone on the walkie he tells her that she needs to see something.
1: Yeah, I like. Um, first of all, I really like the. Uh, horseback rangers. You know, I talked about yeah. last year that like we were threatening to have a cool post-apocalyptic Western breakout. And then when Angus Samson died, I'm like, Oh man, that's the dream of the walking dead Western. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I, I feel like it's still, still pretty. We got a lot of frontier, uh, you know, horse riding kind of moments in this episode. So maybe I still, I'll still get a little bit of my, my walking Western um i also like there's like this uh, there's a lot of things that made me wonder what the hell was going on in my first watch like daryl saying hey tell her that she can't leave again with that same goodbye i'm like what the hell is he talking about mm-hmm. of course it ends up piratical carol um and you know like i so we talked a little bit about this pre-podcast aaron starting to show the faintest whiff of morgalizing Are we the baddies? Like this is a literal meme.
0: No prompting. I I don't understand where this comes from, because as best I can tell, they've had no interactions with anyone new up to this point. What changed that would make him,
1: you know, have this question on his mind the whole time? Well, I think he was one of the ones that was promoting openness and free trade and like uh, relaxing of. Uh restrictions leading up to the massacre that happened at the festival, and then he caught completely different religion when it came at, at that point. So I think he now is like, you know, um wanting to be more aggressive and 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 head out and meet these enemies so they can get back to living their relatively free lives, and he's wondering if he's lost himself in the plot, you know, like when he said like you know, I was like i I was always a nice guy. And then Eric died and Jesus died, which I thought for like a split second, it's like he's he for some kind of Nietzsche like God is? Oh no, right, there's an actual <laughs> Jesus on this show that got killed last yeah, season. Yeah, um, But I don't know, like, cause like being a nice guy, like in the capital N capital G kind of the word, is not a great thing. It's not, uh, you know, like there's there's a lot of drawbacks to being a pushover, and it can make you like angry and resentful. But the opposite of that, which is being like just like, you know, cocky and arrogant and spoiling for a fight is also insane. Like uh, it's you don't want to go for aggression. You just want to be assertive. And I feel like that that's what he's he's feeling. He's the nice guy who's starting to feel like he's getting aggressive. And, And this was like, yeah literally stupid what he did charging ahead like Mm -hmm. michelle michelle pointed out it's like if this was whispers you would have been dead it wasn't whispers and you still almost got dead yeah um i i i I like to a certain point i like it especially from a character who's been so squeaky queen squeaky queen pardon me squeaky clean as aaron Mm. uh if he wears a tear that's 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 fine with me but uh yeah i i you know what i mean
2: like i I, 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 I I'm, i'm
1: i'm open. I don't want the whole season to be this. If
0: if this is what the season is, we've already had this one. It's uh, not even one too many times. Probably multiple too many times. Uh, yeah. If if this whole season turns into "Are we the baddies again?" I'm I'm gonna be disappointed. They ain't us,
1: Jim. So I know. I mean, uh, so so them many times us. we ain't them. Yeah. Um, but another like it's it's really cool. Um, Location and like Michonne bringing up, it's like, well, this isn't us being nice. This is us protecting our people because we're negotiating with crazy mm-hmm. people to hold a nuke. Yeah. Interesting how she described the situation here. They're in a standoff with one side that has a nuclear weapon. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. It's a Russian hmm. satellite
0: falling wonder wonder say. what
1: kind of power source that that Russian satellite that uh, fell that that, that Eugene might have might have might have pillaged hmm hmm I don't do know walking dead did the walking dead writers know that nuclear weapons don't work that way Jim <laughs> I'm not so sure hmm hmm does it I'm matter kinda on, if they of get... on board kind of on board team Eugene making a fat boy I was gonna say yep. yeah I don't know that I care if it works that way or not um, I want him, I want him taking it up on a hot air balloon, a thousand feet in the air, and I want him like half to, the, the, the release mechanisms gone wrong, he has to climb out there and undo it, I want, I want <laughs> to see him riding, yeah, like slim Pickens.
2: I want it, yes, yes I want all of that, I want all of that, that's my Jesus. gonzo theory <laughs> Alright, I mean,
0: hey man, last season we called a
1: rinfair and it happened, so that's right, yeah, call that nuke Chekhov's nuke analogy it's going to go off. You just wait. You just wait. Uh, so then
0: we find the, the, the group has found an abandoned campsite with bodies scattered around. Uh, also, a human skin. Yeah. We, we also see the rare uh, naked walker that isn't completely deteriorated. Like, there's yeah. still an ass on that walker. And they say he oh, must yeah, have been here for a while. Walker. I don't
1: know about that. He looks fresh. I looked, like, looked pretty freshy fresh. What, and, and also not skin. What's up with that? What's up um, with that? Uh, but I think I don't think he was a walker. I think that there was a camp of people that the whispers overran, and he's just a freshie. And I, I guess they right don't now. skin those. Like I don't know. Like what's interesting in a walker skin and a regular skin that you just kind of leave out to dry for a while? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good question. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask a whisper. Did you notice that this? Like, because that's one. That's that's the kind of guy I was. I actually looked to see, and there was uh, there's there's nipples, nipples on the zombie skin. Well, every uh, skin has nipples. Here yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I I I thought. I mean, you're right. You're right. I would draw my observation <laughs> okay. that these were these were skin titties. Uh, I don't uh, even know why I'm making this observation. <laughs> I will say this. I didn't think that the whisperers literally wore the entire skin. Right. I thought it was just a face just a mask or they and they have the hands like, you oh, know, right. so they yeah, wear yeah. The, the the gloves, but like I, I, yeah, like I, I don't know. This seems like a, a skin too far for me, but maybe, maybe they use it to make other things. Okay. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. So, so here's the most disturbing part about this entire scene. They head back to Oceanside, but apparently mm-hmm. Aaron has like folded this skin up like a blanket and tucked it under his arm to take it back to town why what is he making his Eric not good puppets enough. back in his apartment what is happening here
1: that <laughs> he needs oh fucking skins bill no like, he's Jesus not gonna Christ. make an, he's not gonna make an eric puppet he's gonna dress it up in a, a you know a flannel sh- shirt with a vest sit in a rocking chair uh no i I, died I don't know. I'm man. guessing he, was he's going to use it to fearmonger. Like, you know, um, it's one thing to be like, hey, we saw evidence of whispers. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody be on alert. It's another to like throw a skin zombie down and be like, Dave, come back. Fear for your lives and children. Like, I, but he never, he didn't really do that. So, no, he doesn't. I don't know. He is halfway to an Eric puppet, though. I'm saying between the skin and but the it, face. It, it, it's also like these are cross lines. It's this is evidence like this was on their side of the fence. So this is evidence of whisper activity, uh, a, a border breach. Oh. And we still don't know from last year whether the whispers. Right. We don't know whether the whispers knew about their wintertime. I can't remember. There's evidence that they did or didn't. It doesn't seem like they did because I yeah, would have thought they were just with the final. Plus the, the final look between. I mean, they do know at the end of the episode. Yeah that final look between Lydia and Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so he's tucked this, this
0: skin blanket under his arm. Uh, he's, Michonne reassures him that they're definitely the good guys still. Uh, then she overhears Judith telling RJ the story of her father, the brave man sacrificing himself to save all his friends. And she briefly gets in on the family time action. but then there is an explosion in the sky, which oh, we'll find out is the satellite coming down. And Eugene calls with an urgent message for Michonne.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, this morgalizing is 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 what it is, but like a little bit of discussion about like what it means to be good and making active choices to be good. And like, when do you start making choices that are expedient rather than good? Um, I That's something that I have a little bit of appetite for some things that we could give some consideration for today. Hmm. Um and that the scene of Judith like uh I'm loving that they're getting more RJ in and her explaining like how their dad died through this like metaphor of the brave man and how he he lives in all of our hearts and makes us brave too got I got a little got a little misty eyed man that that yeah. little Judith is good it doesn't hurt that she's a like a dead ringer for my niece but oh, okay. uh, I I'm a, I'm a sucker for Judith she's uh, she's real cute she's good um yeah. And uh, I don't know, the older she gets, the
0: probably more comfortable, I'm going to feel with her speaking the way she does. But man, the, the kid playing RJ is just not an actor. Like, he's, I don't know if you were young. paying he's attention to him. He, I know he's very young and I'm not blaming him for this. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. he's in these scenes where, like, he should be kind of wondering what's going on, maybe playing a little more serious. And he's just smiling ear to ear like they've got lollipops just off screen and he knows he's getting one. Oh, it just must shot. be a
1: hell of a fun shoot. Like I bet yeah. like Norman Reedus is off this. Uh, he's like trying to make him crack up and right. You know, like this, this, I bet the, like all uh, interacting with them and seeing them interact in, in person. I feel like this cast really does love each other mm-hmm. and you know, they do have a lot of fun. And I think that like, yeah, it's, it's hard to keep the five and six year olds from having gleeful looks on their faces when, when, yeah. when there's this much, much fun and coolness going on. It does
0: make me wonder which producer's son that is, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> All right. Before we move on to bird wisdom, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. So I was uh, already kind of hyped up on how stupid this episode was mm-hmm. with the the satellites falling from space and driftwood zombies and bad phalanxes. Uh and then bird wisdom came on the screen. <laughs> I just <laughs> threw my hands up. I, I just, I couldn't take it. It's too much, yeah. man. It's so dumb.
1: Yeah. It
0: is bird shit wisdom. Bird shit wisdom. Oh God, that's such a good line. Um, so we flash back to the call that Aaron made uh, earlier and we see it from Gabriel's POV this time. Um, also Eugene and Rosita are parenting each in their own ways. Eugene being mm-hmm. very uh, analytical, Rosita punching things. Uh, Gabriel's expression tells uh, Sadiq that everything is not okay. Um, I, I I swear at one point Eugene was measuring this baby's ass.
1: Yeah, he's taking extensive measurements. Um, he's like, I, there's also where he, was he trying to sneak a peek at Rosita's goodies, or was he just like, uh, dispassionately looking for a good latch?
2: Because I, I could think. honestly
1: buy either way. Like he's looking, he's like, hey, is there a good, is there a good nipple latch on there, or? Uh, yeah, I think the only nipple etch happening was his eyes on her nipples. It's <laughs> latched onto to the the breastfeeding. Uh, come yeah. on, come on, Eugene, be better. I know. Um, it's the way she shakes Rosita, her head. At him. That's that's why I think that. Uh, but Rosita, like getting herself back in a fighting shape, that was mm-hmm. cool. Raising this baby um, on funk, and it yeah, loves it. F- funky taste of music. This kid's got uh, you. Speaking of Eugene's, Eugene's Blacknell and the new breed is the. Song we're listening to. I'm so thankful. Um, But yeah, I like it. Um, We also confirmed that, like Eugene, like you know, um, his efforts last season and Rosita's efforts were not in vain. They have got a new radio mesh going where the communities can can once again talk. I guess we knew that with the um, Ezekiel giving out his announcements and stuff over the tower and whatnot. Right, right. It's nice to see that that's that's all working according to plan. Um And just seeing this kind of like quadruple, you know, the Eugene, uh, Gabriel, Rosita, Sadiq kind of situation mm-hmm. unfolding and everyone's various uh, ways are fitting in there. I thought is really entertaining. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I don't know what Gabriel's
0: like status is in this family at the moment, but he doesn't seem to be very involved. It seems to be Eugene and Rosita mostly taking care of this baby and Gabriel yeah, taking wonder... care of the town.
1: I, yeah, I wonder if Gabriel's like now that he's got a kid um, or at least part stake in one, he's like gone super conservative, like uh, hyper vigilant against threats because he's almost like zone. He almost like disassociates here, yeah. like fixating on this, the these these threats to the community, Um, which is kind of wild to see. Yeah. Um. Then
0: we go over to Lydia, who is learning to read, but she hates it and the town council kicks the kids out of the schoolhouse in order to have a meeting. So Lydia goes outside and practices her weapons training, um, and Negan uses it as an opportunity to get some information about that, that town meeting from her.
1: Yeah, and, and the shitty neck tattoo girl, has they've, they've given her a JCPenney catalog, and she is fully integrated into the Alexandria community. She is no longer huh. a quote-unquote bad girl. She's just... Just 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 wearing the, the Jacqueline Smith collection now. And like everybody else, she I thought must it's kind of funny visual the visual coding scenery because I missed her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She's not even shitty. bow. She's just she's just Karen from down the block now. Wow. Um, I, I like Lydia practicing with
0: Like, I get it. I get what you're doing here. You've got the bow staff. You're out there practicing just like Henry did. But but with the twist, it's a nunchuck post. I I don't it's know what a, to call that. The, the, the
1: technical term for that is a flail, Jim. A flail. Really? I thought a flail
0: yeah. was like the the thing with the ball on the end of it. Well, but that is a type
1: of flail. A, oh, okay. Um, so
0: just like a piece connected by a chain to another piece. Yeah, yeah, is a flail? yeah. yeah.
1: I, I I believe I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um. But uh, I. I, I I think it's also funny Lydia's assertion that reading's not natural. Like, where the fuck did reading come from, man? <laughs> like,
0: I mean, I guess it's we. It's not, we,
1: but we invented it. <laughs> I mean, if it's not natural, what is it? Like sure. man-made? Are we not part of nature? Like, I, I mean, I know like, splitting the atom, sure, S- smelt and steel, fine, but communication, written communications, not natural. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Even even uh, like bears mark the territory by scratching scratching uh uh trees. And that's that's a saying mm, no trespassing. So come on. True. Come on. It's natural.
0: Yeah. Uh we see Negan working uh, like doing a, a forced labor, I guess. Uh he's tending Supervised to the crops. Labor. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's taking out the trash. Uh and then we go over to Sadiq, who's taking care of the baby Coco. And he has a bunch of flashbacks to the whispers and the new nurse, Don, doctor, doctor, or nurse. I don't know what he is. I think doctor. He might be a doctor. He certainly plays one on television. Uh, the new doctor, Dante, interrupts to
1: introduce himself to the audience as a God among men. He's a lot, Jim. Wow. wow. Yeah. My first thought is, "Wow, we're really like a run on hot doctors here in the apocalypse." Just like, just, just, just collecting them, and then second is like, "This guy is just a lot." Yeah. Um, are they implying that he is a whisper spy? Uh, so I was going to ask you about this because you know, Sadiq's staring at his mouth, and
0: he's having all these flashbacks, and I think it, they're either implying that he is, or they're implying that Sadiq is paranoid and thinks he might be.
1: Yeah. And this guy being unlikable from like a broad perspective, I think is probably hell. Cause I, do do you believe that even one of Lydia's or not, not Lydia, the alpha's top lieutenants could pass for human this easily. I mean, she did it. I mean, she was weird. She
0: was fucking weird when she did it. That's
1: what I'm saying. She's really, she was weird and kind of off putting and but like, you know, someone could just like, uh, You know, shave and brush their teeth and, you know, put on some nice clothes and a white jacket and be like, could you pass for a doctor to another doctor, though? That's the question. Well, I just like I believe a doctor could become a whisperer, you know, like gun to their head or like zombie whore to the throat. Like, hey, you want to go return to nature? Do you want to keep trying this medicine shit, doc? But I do feel like that if they ever got to like the place they're in now, they would be like, "Oh, thank God, I can stuff, but I don't know. maybe he's that brainwashed. I just don't buy it. I'm thinking that you're you're right, to Sadiq is the you know like are we the baddies? This is gonna be one of the things we explore through the way he treats Dante, um sure, so yeah, and maybe the way Donna's like, yeah, what, when Alexander gets her first net nurse, she's really gonna hate Dante. I can mm-hmm. guarantee <laughs> I can guarantee that, oh yeah. Soon as he says, kiss me already.
0: Uh, yeah. Which I, I thought the scene was funny, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh-huh. think we're supposed to necessarily like Dante. Yeah, yeah. he's a bit no, much. No, no. Yeah. All right. Negan tells Gabriel that uh, pants shitting is happening and that he's going to lay low until it passes over so uh, not to be mistaken for the enemy. And he also tries to convince Gabriel to lie to the community in order to make them feel safe. And Gabriel
1: goes outside and does exactly the opposite. Mm hmm. Um. yeah I don't like I don't I don't know I don't believe that you should lie to population like I think you know you either believe that most people are reasonable and yeah. rational actors or you fucking don't Um. so I think Negan's wrong here I think but also it's like one of those things where Negan's also right because when shit starts hitting the fan people do get real tribal we just looked at that in The Expanse you know that civilization falls apart the tribes get smaller um, yep. well Negan is like I said, he's kind of like working his way from them to us. But like if push comes to shove right now, he'll be right back in that us uh, or right back in that them pile and said the same thing to Lydia, too. And I think that is true. Yeah. But he's head up his ass if he thinks that like what you got to do is tell the, the population like half truths and lies.
0: No, I mean, you know, um, if they ever
1: find out, it undermines your authority in the
0: future. Why would you? If they don't trust right. you, they're not going to listen to you. So. Right. Uh, So there's the explosion in the sky again. Um, The satellite falls, and Eugene runs off to get Michonne on the radio. Um, And then we go to Sea Dogs, which is the next uh, title card, where we see Aaron's radio call again. This time we follow Daryl to the beach, where Kelly is losing her hearing, and Connie is trying to cheer her up. Then Daryl waves to to her as his, his dog runs over there, and Kel thinks that Connie has the hots for him.
1: I like to yeah, see that's that's pretty cute. Also, I wrote in my notes when Dave or when Daryl uh, waved hi to them. I'm like, Daryl has mastered the art of sign language. And I was just making a joke. But then, of course, of course, Daryl's the type of guy that's making an effort to learn how to communicate with his new best friend, Connie. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe something more, Connie. Uh, maybe there'll be a love triangle between Connie and Carol. I don't know. Uh, also, I could see a lot I, of uses for sign language in, a, in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, I don't it seems like uh, Spanish is the popular second language to learn in in school in America. I've often wondered if uh, American Sign Language wouldn't be better. Yeah, because if 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 all if if everyone the everyone coming out of high school knew both English and sign language, well, then everyone would have at least a second language to fall back on if there was communication problems. Right. And it's just such a fucking Mm -hmm. useful thing. Like you can communicate over vast distances with like fucking binoculars and stuff without any kind of electronics and stuff. And yeah, you can be silent and, you know,
0: you're not going to attract zombie attention.
1: Yeah. You can ask somebody for uh, a piece of candy in the movie theater without whispering and annoying people. Like there's all kinds of practical uses for it. That's Um, true. Now, I will say that, like, I've. I've got some familiarity with the deaf community. I grew up next to a neighbor who is deaf um, mm-hmm. and uh, I learned a, a little bit of it myself. I actually learned a lot of it. I've forgotten a lot of it now, but I and this could be ignorance i didn't i don't know that there's a strain of like some kind of deafness that does strike later in life um like i know that like if you get a high fever or certain illnesses but like something that almost seems genetic like my sister's got it and uh i'm like 2021 20, it's time for me to start going deaf too um i assume it's got to be a thing i don't think they would just make that shit up but um yeah 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 as someone who's lost about a third of their hearing, I, I relate because it's like it's not so much I feel like I've lost my hearing, it's just I'm aware that I have a hard time following conversations in loud environments or around tables where lots of people are talking. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like I remember when I started losing my eyesight as a kid, I didn't think like the world's getting blurrier. it's just like, why is the teacher writing so light on the chalkboard now? Like, yeah. why can't she just fucking push harder? And I got my glasses on I'm like, oh fuck, it was me the whole time um Hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm curious about what this is going to like, like how how this is going to impact the plot or, you know, be interesting going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it is a good character moment between the two of them. Um, you've got uh, ca- characters who I think are are both scared, um, and one of them is doubly scared because she's experiencing this new thing that she doesn't quite understand. Um you know, she she describes it in a way that's like, oh, well, it's just conversations get muddy sometimes when mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot happening. Uh, I, I imagine that's pretty
1: scary. And, and these actors are doing a great job. And if you do like it's it's scary enough in the in the world we live in today. But in a, an apocalyptic situation and a war type right. situation, it must be even uh, more terrifying. Although there would be something pleasing about, you know, setting aside Eugene's tactical nuke. Um if one of the weapons they used to defeat the whisperers was literally silence, like sign language, <laughs> communication and stuff. Hmm. That would trying be to imagine cool. a cool scenario. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm sure you could set like something and up.
1: Spring and traps, spring traps kind of, I
0: don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh so Ezekiel has a lot of thoughts about birds and and bird shit and bird attacks. He decides to tell Daryl all about him. Uh And Connie then brings Daryl's dog back and flirts with him a bit. And then Carol brings the fishing boat into dock and has a mildly awkward reunion with Ezekiel and a heartwarming one with Daryl.
1: That's exactly. Carol's coming in on the shrimp boat. Yeah, Um, man. Pirate Carol. I mean,
0: if you you wanted to take if, if there was nowhere to go, nowhere else to go with Carol, right? She's already been Rambo. Like you got to turn her into weird, weird a badass mountain. pirate.
1: Yeah, she's been weird mountain grandma that just stays out uh-huh. on the, the back forty and never comes visit into town. Yeah. piratical, piratical Carol is pretty pretty fucking sweet. Turn her dread, into a the dread dog. pirate Carol. Yeah, I do like it. I don't. I don't understand why they're being so coy about Maggie. Like, why don't these people know exactly what Maggie's doing? Why isn't she writing like her her letters like they she surely is filling them in like, oh, we're doing such great work yesterday. We just reinvented the oil, derrick, or, you know, someone got a rudimentary microwave going or, you know, we just we just made contact with another band of civilization out west of the Rockies. Like a lot, like a lot of stuff they're struggling with, like, oh, my God, is there anyone like us out here? What the fuck is Georgie, if not a person like you? I, I, I'm, I. This part of the world building seems like it's completely disconnected from everything else that's happening in the series, and I don't get it. Um, yeah, I just don't think they knew what to do with. Lauren Cohen, like leaving the show. Gee whiz. G Wiz has been two and a half years. Like come up with some ideas. Like I, you know, start spitballing. Yeah. It's your universe. When she comes back, she can be doing whatever the fuck you want her to have been doing. But like, it's just weird that it's like not, it's, I don't know because it's like, I guess you're supposed to believe that Alexandrians know what she's doing, which is fine. You know, they can leave us in the dark, keep their possibilities open. But then Aaron shouldn't be wondering, like, are there any good people out there in the world? Yeah, you've made contact with a vast network of them that are doing trade and, like, bartering, like, technology and reestablishing civilization. The fuck? Like, this is that's the 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 plain old stupid versions of stuff that's going on in this episode. Like, huh. I don't, those don't remember two pieces about- of world building are incompatible, I think. Yeah, I just don't remember enough about Georgie. I, I can't remember if we were
0: ever told like what, what the extent of her connections yeah. are. Because yeah, she had like a fancy book and a couple of, she had information and goods to trade. Yeah. But like, was she trading out in the world to other people? Was this
1: like her first big trade that she did <laughs> with this book? I i don't even know i don't know that's what i don't i don't know either but like maggie's been sending letters from some place in south of the i don't know mexico somewhere along the gulf of mexico south of where they're at yeah we don't even know what's Uh, in the letters oh i guess i guess they're not in they're not literally in georgia they're actually on the east coast so when they're saying south that that actually means something um yeah, I, I just feel like that if they're getting regular letters from Maggie, they should know. And, mm-hmm. and unless Maggie, the only thing that would make sense is like if Maggie's group, uh, unbeknownst to us, is also the same group that was working with the trash people to divide people into A's and B's and there's something sinister. Um, but Maggie living with them for a year, sending constant letters, hasn't known about that yet. Like that is pop. But then again, why would Aaron think that there's no good people? Because like from what Maggie's been saying. Unless Maggie's saying you'd never believe we're getting cattle cars full of people. And they're dividing when teams a and B and I'm not sure what they're doing it, but that seems very normal. Like, you know, not at all. Like my like my, experience with determinist folk, like what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. It's stupid. Here, here's the big mistake by Ezekiel.
0: You never tell a woman who just stepped off a fishing boat that she looks good. She, doesn't <laughs> she knows. She you're knows. Full of shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody looks good when they step off a fishing boat. Come on. Girl, you look like a peel and eat shrimp. A lot of work, and you smell funky. But I'll eat and I'll eat you. I'll eat you up all day long. <laughs> God, there's a lot of work to get to the good parts. But I'll dip you in cocktail sauce and slurp you down all. That's that's the pickup line. You acknowledge. You sure. acknowledge that you need to be deveined. Gotta have that shell mm-hmm. peeled off of you. That you got a bunch of extra legs. I don't need anything with. That's that's the honest way to, to flirt yeah. with someone stepping off a, a shrimp boat. Right. You say not much of a rind on you and everybody knows (laughs) that you look relatively good. Yeah, you go with Westworld. You Uh go with Westworld uh, uh, prostitute. That's that's what you do. Right. Robo, robo, probo. Here's the other weird
0: thing. This insert shot of Daryl's sign language book in his back pocket. Do we need that?
1: Like, I mean, since he just I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's all let the actor like, sell it, which he did. He, he sold right, it to me yeah. like he's kind of learned and he's learning. And yeah, he's six months into a, a learning process. Sure. It know. was weird. I don't know. Um,
0: so then Daryl asks Carol about the, the fishing boat life and tells her that the skin freaks might be back. And he asks if she wants to go looking for signs of him, but she just wants to go out on his
1: bike. So that's what they do. And they go zombie hunting together. I don't know. Another thing they're starting. He's like, Hey, we've, we made, we're starting to make this new path to get around a river. Like, you know, Hey, fuck these roads. Yeah. Uh, let's just uh, make our own goat paths. Cause what do we need for, for trade and whatnot? I thought that was cool. One thing annoying. These people are working on small boat engines. Why are they not sailing? There is a very reliable, mm. free. You need no moving parts way to get around the ocean yeah it's very very we've been doing it for thousands of years like rediscover the fucking bermuda sloop everybody it wasn't fucking- in the book it wasn't in the book <sighs> they don't have an example yeah.
0: there were no boats in the museum for the
1: blacksmith to get our hands right. on and the blacksmith had no example of 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 uh, a, sail. a sailing a sailing mm-hmm. sailing vessel but I, I i just like man i was like that would be really cool. Pirates of the Caribbean in in uh, and there's got to be tons and tons and tons of sailboats all up and down the coast that you could salvage and rig up and, and make more canvas for. Like, I I was disappointed that we're getting like fucking Bubba Gump shrimp boats instead of like really cool uh, sailing yachts and, and schooners and whatnot. Yeah, I'm a little worried
0: because we've seen uh, what happens to boats in this world, one washed up on the shore. Apparently a lot of them wash up on the shore. Uh, Cause they talk about in this episode, how they're constantly finding these things and, and getting ships. Hauls from them.
1: Wouldn't uh, that be amazing? Ed, just, just searching for ghost ships. You go clear like a big freighter. Uh-huh. You, you take it, you clear it of it. Zombie. I mean, this is just literally like that. Uh, what's, what's that? The, to- or that what was that, that pirate game we were playing a couple years back? Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can literally raid a ghost ship full of skeletons and, and, mm-hmm. and kill it and take its, take its plunder. Like that sounds like a pretty cool life, honestly. Yeah. Living in an adventure game sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> is that going to be the Carol and Daryl spinoff?
0: Walking Dead on the High Seas? Well, they said they're going to New Mexico, which is our next uh, our next spot here. In the not a lot of
1: ocean, not a lot of ocean available in New Mexico, unfortunately. No, not at all. Mm, um, bummer. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. That's that's where we're heading. So Daryl and Carol track a deer to the border and Carol wants to cross over the border to go get it. But Daryl says they can't. And the walkers eat the deer. Afterward, Daryl invites Carol to come home. But she says she's a sea dog now. And Daryl calls Carol his best friend and she gives him a lot of shit for it. And they're both sad that their old group isn't together anymore and that their lives are just about surviving now. So they talk about running
1: away together and then the explosion happens. Uh, I I dispute that Carol, uh, that you could feed 200 people that deer. I'm sorry. It's a small deer. It's a pretty small deer. Unless you're literally giving everybody just like one cubic inch of meat. The appropriate too. serving, like three ounces of deer yeah, meat. Yeah. Yeah. This with with 200 pounds of potatoes, 100 pounds of onion and about 50 pounds Jesus, of 200 carrots. Pounds of you, can, you can feed. You can feed 200 people. <laughs> I guess pa- a pound of potato a piece. That's, that's plenty. <laughs> I'm full. It's about what they give you for fry guys with a small fry. I'm, I'm going to stand true. by a pound of potatoes per person per diem. Yeah. Potatoes per diem. The PPD. Uh, I, this is yeah, this is a great scene. This is the other scene that kind of got me a little choked up, just like these old friends uh, teasing each other or her talking about matching, uh, you know, bracelets and dog collars. And what made it work in the end is at the end. He actually had a little bit of he, he'd been I guess he's just twisting that on the spot. I thought but, I, I was like, OK, when when she gave him shit about friendship bracelets, I was like, OK, by the end of the season,
0: we will see a friendship bracelet exchange between the two. And it, it was by the end of the scene
1: blew me yeah. away and that makes sense because like um from my experience a lot of people who are like self-sufficient backwoods types are al- actually expert seamstresses and weavers and embroiderers because you know skills you got are useful you got yeah it's like fuck the same thing about sa- old age of sail sailors man like they can whip you up a wedding dress as easy as a main sail of a vessel uh like they're just like those skills are 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 very very handy to have um so it doesn't doesn't surprise me that he's able to like whip up some kind of friendship bracelet and with a moment's notice melissa mcbride in
0: these scenes might look like a bucket of shrimp that need deep the need peeling and deveining but mm-hmm. man i love her so much the, the line i'm mm-hmm. a sea dog man <laughs> it's just
2: like yeah
1: perfect she's so good uh And it's also kind of sad because you also knew that she had settled into her life at the kingdom with Ezekiel and were it not for that tragic thing that happened to their son, she -hmm. would still be that happy person. And like, I think that's what Daryl is too. Like, he's like, yeah, you could go out and be a sea dog, but like, I know as your friend, what would make you the most happy? And I need you to come back from that. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, it's not pushy. Um, they, you know, and obviously I would love to see some kind of spinoff with them doing whatever, but, uh, you I know, still as know the it's in who, the
0: cards, man, like I know. every time Carol experiences some kind of setback and granted her setbacks are severe, uh, for the most part, she goes <laughs> right. off and wants to be by herself, right? She goes out to the open ocean, becomes a sea dog. Uh, she goes to a cabin off on some random road, away from
1: everybody else like this is her MO she just disappears in the woods she cares she cares about people so much that she cannot like the only way she can get away like get away from that burden is to literally get away from people yeah because she hangs around people she naturally cares for people she wants to take care from them she's tough and she but she's also tough and resilient and can take care of herself so like if she Mm -hmm. removes herself from people then that gets rid of that burden of taking care of them and, and and not even taking care of them caring for them
0: well, you know, and maybe letting the, her tendencies toward violence, because she has those as well, uh, right? get them into more trouble. Right. So and maybe the only way she thing.
1: can at this point, the only way she can be hurt is of others. People that she care about gets hurt, because if she gets hurt, she'll probably yeah. die. And who cares? It's over for her. But like, that's the thing that really can rip her up still. And she's trying to protect herself from it. It's great. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and the fact that she's still like winning and charming um, and charismatic while she's kind of wallowing in her misery is, is pretty cool, too. She has a
0: similar brand of of like leaving when things get emotionally rough like Daryl does. But Daryl's is different. Daryl's feels a little
1: more destructive, um, self-destructive. Yeah, but that makes sense, too, because they both have long histories of shitty families that have not been there for them. Oh no! The uh, so, like, bond the between these characters
0: get, is super. It strong. all makes
1: sense because when the things get tough, they want to get away because people to them means danger and yeah. attachments and things that weigh them down and 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 take away from their personal freedom and and survivability. It's it's a great and the fact that Daryl, the one who's like even more, like possibly the most more damaged than her, even the yeah. one saying, "Hey, it's time for you to come home," I think is very powerful. It is,
0: and uh, I. This is why in these scenes, I'm thinking, oh, man, there aren't very many characters that I really care about in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, we've lost all of the main characters except for Daryl and Carol from the very beginning of the show. Right. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And at this point, like the stuff they've did eight seasons ago is the stuff that still resonates and is powerful. Um the, the, the journeys of those characters are the ones that I still care about
1: and we're just losing them left and right. Yeah, I do disagree that that's like it's. Because I thought that there's a lot of things impactful last season, I thought Carol coming to like this relationship with Lydia. And honestly, that's the one thing I'm a little disappointed mm. on, because like I thought that, you know, Carol got to a point where she realized that she had work to do with Lydia. Yeah. And she's kind of abandoned that. And you see that Lydia is having a hard time in in Alexandria. Um, But yeah, like the the things that she went through, losing her son, um, choosing to leave Ezekiel, like those things resonated. You know, those it's not a lot. I'll grant you uh, from season like six through eight. But a lot of things in season nine, I think, do impact my understanding of Carol um, and deepen my appreciation for what she's going through right now.
0: All right, let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk about lines we cross. All right, we're back. Everybody's panicking because the satellite uh, that fell to Earth is going to cause a fire that might spread, but it's it's on the other side of the Whisperer's border. What the hell are they going to do? Well, they decide to cross and put it out anyway, uh, take that chance, and they fight the fire all night, and they start running low on supplies and then running low on energy, and that's when the walkers decide to close in, and there are just a ton of them, ton of walkers. Uh yeah, I guess we should take this as as it comes because the next section is called embers. This is like the only scene in that entire section.
1: Yeah, I just want to say that like I thought the all the forest fighting cool stuff was cool. Like it's a little, eh, you know, these people wand- walking around with 5 gallons of water on their back, um fighting fires, but the stuff that they were doing as far as making burn lines and yeah, you know, cutting down trees and removing the, the fuel, like yeah. that's how you f- that's backburning, that's all that's all like legit firefighting techniques and um, using sand uh using is a sand. replacement for water because it's probably lighter i'd have to imagine yeah yeah um i thought it was really cool ezekiel just being like like possessed to stop this from happening because he's so traumatized like you know the fire was the beginning of the end for the kingdom i won't let this happen the ocean side like i thought that was really cool yeah um jerry being a human bulldozer and badass was cool mm-hmm. um it's uh, it's good stuff. You you do wonder, like when the zombies attack in mass, especially when we saw the Valley of the Dead at the end of this episode, empty. Was this like a re- deliberate attack of the Whispers, or is this the is this just the result of Whispers migrating back north? You know, like they're maybe it's earlier in the season than we suspect, and they're just now wandered from their their migration, and they're going to come back into their herd lands. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um. I do know that this isn't even a fraction
0: of the walkers that we saw in that valley before. True. True. That was a lot of fucking walkers. Yeah. If this is, if this is intended to be the punishment for crossing the borders, um, (laughs) they need to try harder and they can, they've got, they've got, you know, they peeled off a little slice of uranium here, threw it in with a small (laughs) nuke, but, uh, uh, they might want to take a bigger slice next time. So and then we go to Embers and there is some slow-mo zombie fighting action, which we saw or we talked about earlier, Um, and they managed to put out this fire. Um, Eugene, however, refuses to leave before stripping this satellite. So Michonne gives him five minutes and we find out that Daryl and Carol are missing.
1: Oh, yeah, Um, I want to. So, again, the slow motion zombie kills, I love. I love especially the one that's like looking down the barrel of Daryl's crossbow as it's shooting a bolt. And I'm like, yeah, wait, man, did you guys just discover high speed cameras? Because holy shit, this stuff looks really cool. Daryl or I mean, sorry, Carol (laughs) using a zombie for a fire extinguisher by slit in the throat. Jesus, this is the best example of stupid. Yeah, that's and it's right on the border right oh, like yeah. it's almost it, and in fact i kind of wish she'd been like uh she's like everyone grab a zombie and like they form a line and just start <laughs> just you know start like that that would have pushed it even more into the the z nation stupid boundary uh, of this condition i, I but. find it hard to believe that there is uncoagulated blood in a single zombie i thing. know but whatever. i know right and then then uh, fucking Daryl bringing down a flaming tree with one well placed axe swing like he's mm-hmm. Paul fucking Bunyan I uh, couldn't believe when someone shouted lead them to
0: the fire I do you really want fl- you just spent all this time backburning and drawing sure. lines and, and trying to put out this fire you want to set zombies on fire and let them roam the woods
1: yeah that's yeah, a terrible fire doesn't idea. doesn't kill zombies certainly not instantly on this show not instantly. or even ever I don't think like there was the, that one the, pit where well, the zombies were burned, but they were still alive, right? Was Some that one them? the one zombie that was like uh, that melted into the street from being set on fire and tried to get like I. Yeah, like, I, I I used to think that a fire would cook a zombie's brain like. Right. I, I don't like, think that's like the any. hot Georgia sun does when they sit in a car, right? The zombies might have evolved a little bit. The zombie virus might have evolved for some heat resistance because uh, that just in several seasons has not been the case anymore. Um, If you burn a zombie to ash, they'll stop moving. Sure. But that's about what it about what it takes. Um, But yeah, these 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 hero shots are just just super sweet. I love it. They are. Um, My biggest
0: what the fuck in this entire episode is what does Eugene think he's going to do with satellite parts, and you might have explained it. It might be so far-fetched that I just
1: couldn't conceive of the I mean, idea. Are you, wait. are you serious that you don't think there's anything on a satellite that would be useful, uh, like such, microcomputers, This is a super highly gyroscopes.
0: specialized... Dude, it's nothing you can't get in an electronics store down the street. There's nothing generic enough in a, in a, a satellite from the 60s or whatever that's going to give you the shit you need to do the job, you yeah, because you need not you're do not within like a hundred
1: feet of wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't like, know. Like, you can go get motors and gears and radios and
0: shit at a hobby store. Like, just yeah, raid a hobby lobby. You're good.
1: <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah, there could some be some like thrust, like you know, RCS thrusters, and maybe some servo motors and gyroscopes and and things. And then certainly, what I'm going for is like a radioactive decay reactor. I, yeah. Um, which now, I want everyone to know that store. I know. I want everyone to know that I know that there's no way you can turn that into a nuclear bomb. Okay. Okay. But I don't know that the walking dead writers know that. And I certainly don't know that they think that that's some rule that couldn't like if they're like if, if, if Eugene says this is some experimental Soviet side that had a blah, 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 decay reactor. And it was it was condemned by the U.N. and they denied having it. And or they just like, yeah, I'm just going to enrich this thing somehow. You spin up some fucking centrifuges made out of coconuts. I've seen Gilligan's Island. Oh my God, they're I'm black just snakes. saying, where's their black? The you got to black... go to the Smithsonian. <laughs> Ah. and get an example their blacksmith is gonna shit a
0: brick when he sees what they ask that's him to what do. they're gonna
1: do they're gonna go to the smithsonian and they're gonna they're gonna steal one of the mock-ups of <laughs> fat boy or the was it was it fat man and, and and little boy fat boy and little man i can't remember the names of the two first yeah something like that pretty sure it was yeah fat I, I i'm i'm positive i'm positive that the one that they're going to neutralize either it's going to be like Alpha is una- unwilling to commit her force to a nuclear inferno, or Eugene's going to pop this in the middle of their thing and just just take all the zombies off the board. Like, yeah, I I feel really good about this prediction. I uh, the really mention good. of
0: the nuke, the the you know the whispers having the nuclear option here, I think is definitely the clue you need to say this season is going to get real dumb.
1: Yep. And something crashing for space. Like, yeah, I'm, I, and I promise you, if this is dead on, I didn't, like I said, I have been avoiding the spoilers. I'm just saying, I think the, I think the Walking Dead's ready to swing for defenses. They're ready to, they're ready to split the atom, baby. <laughs> I think we're going to need a mid season skit that deals with, uh,
0: Eugene's time at NASA
1: the Eugene's Manhattan project Uh (laughs) (laughs) what does that even look like Eugene tickling the dragon he's playing the demon core yeah no I I gotta see that
0: Uh, yeah so that happened and then Daryl and Carol are not lost they're over there looking at the canyon where those uh, walkers the the, the skin walkers used to keep their walkers Um, Mm -hmm. it's completely empty and Daryl practically begs Carol to stay threatening to sink her boats. If she doesn't. And yep. then he leaves and Carol sees alpha come out of the woods and she is spotted. Take the shot. Yeah, Carol. What
1: timing? You got a yeah. shot. Just take it. Just, just, just scream and run at her, you War's know, over. like dragon ball Z style. Yeah. Just, just have the one-on-one single combat. Um, Yeah. It actually, I thought that this she was having a vision, like a waking vision, the way that Sadiq did. Because mm. I'm like, what are the odds that? I guess I guess it's it's not terrible because there's this massive fire. Um, Alpha would probably check it out, but it's just funny that the two the two tough ass women uh, in this series have a nice long stare down over over this gulch. And it's kind yeah. of western as hell too. I, I do I do love it. Sure. Uh, bad Carol things Peltier, in the future though. medicine woman yeah oh for sure oh for sure so the thing is is like do you think the alpha they'll be do you think they'll, they'll just go straight to war or there'll be some peace talks because there was also some talks about like well maybe they'll see this as a a good thing like this is kind of like um this helps them out too because you know obviously a for a forest fire uh, out of control in their range um, they're ill-equipped to fight it. Uh, we we took care mm-hmm. of it for them, and then retreated. Like, do you think that like the alpha will grant any cl- uh, clemency based on that? Or I don't think she's inclined to. I think she's a stickler uh, for the borders. She respected the the borders to this point, which kind of surprised me, implying that she uh-huh. doesn't really want to go to war against these people. But she defined the borders. Like I, yeah, that, True. that's the thing. Like she. And in a very provocative way, let's say, you know, right. Yeah.
0: Heads on pikes kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I, she doesn't seem like the
1: type to be very lenient on the rules that she establishes. Speaking of borders, they show this big stretch of highway that makes up a, a, a lot of their border. One of the ones that they use to travel from Alexandria to the kingdom and vice versa those roads are trash, man. Yeah. Like I, like I almost wondered this bridge thing was like a doomed effort because you know, like with how long the roads is going to last in a zombie apocalypse if they're not t- patched up between winters and things, especially in mm-hmm. places where you got freeze thaw cycles, not real long. Yeah. Um, they looked all but impassable. So it's like, I almost wonder if, uh, the bridge being destroyed and them having to find other ways is, 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 is better off in the, in the long run. Could be, uh, that's it for the episode. Uh, we are going to collect uh, feedback. If you'd like to send it to watching dead at dot we're probably going to consider that all at the end of the season. Um, but what we're doing also for feedback, kind of exciting, something we're just starting Is every Wednesday night after a new episode of the Watching Dead podcast airs on or is released on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night at 9 p.m., we've got this app called Stereo, stereo.com slash bald move. It allows me and Jim to to start a live show and take audience feedback uh, that you record in your own voice with your phone and the stereo app. Uh, if you want in on that, uh, go to stereo.com slash bald move again Wednesday at 9 p.m. You can follow us. So you get a notification of the meeting and uh, listen to our discussion. If you got something you want to say about this episode, uh, please, please no spoilers for us. Don't like if if you've seen episode, uh, season 10, but if you do you want to. Uh, get in on the nuke speculation or anything like that. Uh, go to stereo.com slash bald move Wednesday at 9 p.m. We're looking forward to talking to you. And then we're going to take the audio of that and release it in the feed like Thursday or Friday just so people can hear it. Uh, you know, the ones that weren't able to attend. So that's how we're going to be doing feedback until we get to the middle section and we'll all of our long form written feedback sent to watching dead at baldmove.com We'll consider then um, right after episode eight. Sound good sounds that good to me that's that unclear all right um and i think that's it for the week then yeah. uh again get your feedback in to watching dead or show up this wednesday at 9 p.m at stereo.com slash bald move talk to us live uh we'll see what we'll see what lines get crossed next week until then i'm aaron and i'm jim see ya